Welcome to Bible Education Institute. My name is Reverend Henry Kelly. Today, the sermon title is God's Wrath and Judgment. And this is the Apostle Paul speaking. And we will be reading from Romans chapter 1, verses 14 to 32 to start. And then we'll be going to Romans chapter 2, verses 1 through 16. He's starting at verse 14 of Romans chapter 1. I am obligated both to Greeks and non-Greeks, both to the wise and the foolish. Verse 15, that is why I am so eager to preach the gospel also to you who are in Rome. Verse 16, for I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew, then to the Gentiles. For in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed, a righteousness that is by faith from first to last, just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. So when he says, um, when he says first to the Jew, then to the Gentile, um, first he brings the gospel to the Jewish folks who, are, who live under the law. Right, and all the many uh, things that they have to do. Then to the Gentiles, which is us, or, or for that's, or those are non-Jewish people. So they're called Gentiles. Which I was just trying to clarify that. And continuing in verse 18, uh, God's wrath against sinful humanity. Okay, verse 18, the wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all God, godlessness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Verse 19, since what may be known about God is plain to them because God has made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse. Verse 21, For although they knew God, they neither glorified Him as God nor gave thanks to Him, but their thinking became futile, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Verse 22, Although they claimed to be wise, they became fools. Verse 23, And exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images made to look like a mortal human being and birds and animals and reptiles. Verse 24, Therefore, God gave them over to sinful desires of their hearts, to sexual impurity for the degrading of their bodies with one another. They exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served created things rather than the Creator, who is forever praised. Amen. Verse 26. Because of this, God gave them over to shameful lust. Even their women exchanged natural sexual relations for unnatural ones. Verse 27, in the same way, the men also abandoned natural relations with women and were inflamed with lust for one another. Men committed shameful acts with other men and received in themselves the due penalty for their error. So let's stop here for a minute. What they're talking 
uh, what the Apostle Paul is talking about here is uh, lesbians, homosexuals, and uh, that that God gave them over. The King James says God gave them over to a reprobate mind, and this is the NIV. So this said they gave them over to shameful lust. So it's like they wanted to go down this road so badly he just let them do it. He, he, uh, he gave them up because they were rejecting God. To the point that they just gave themselves over to every kind of evil that's there. And we're seeing that today. And here in America where I'm preaching from. Uh, uh, years back they. Uh, the Supreme Court put it upon. The Supreme Court of the United States. Took it upon themselves. To say well. Uh, that marriage is no longer between a man and a woman. But you can do whatever. Alright. Well you're bringing. God's wrath on the nation, and that's what we're experiencing now. All the different, the many things that people do, and in America and around the world, right? You know, but when a nation and the people reject God's path, that is His righteousness, His holiness, when they say we're not going to follow God's commandments, we're going to do whatever we please because we know what's best for us. God, God doesn't. Or they say, well, we just don't believe in God. So in a good way to look, that it's kind of like you can't have a painting without a painter. This world didn't make itself. I know they're trying to push that, right? Oh, they're trying to push uh, evolution and all that. But that makes no sense. If you really look at evolution, it's, it's insane. Because they're trying to tell you, well, we came from a microscopic amoeba and then became a, a, a fish and then from a fish to a frog-like thing, and then it went to the land, and then it slowly became a monkey, then a man, and all this crazy stuff. Instead of believing what God says in the Word of God, the Bible, where it says God made man and then made woman. You know, there's only two sexes. There's not. Uh, they're trying to push these days that there's multiple sexes. There's not. Because, and we have the... We have the science and technology that whatever you're born with, that's what you're going to be. You can take all the medication you want. You can try to change stuff all you want, but it's not happening. You're still either a man or a woman, period. You might can change the outside, but the inside is still the same. And that's just how it is. But when you go down this road of giving over yourself to all these shameful lusts and all your sins and everything of rejecting God and doing and wanting to be your own God, then you start going down the road of insanity and craziness that makes no sense whatsoever. Okay, let's continue. Verse 28 of Romans chapter 1 in the NIV. Furthermore, just as they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God so God gave them over to a depraved mind so that they do what ought not to be done verse 29 they have become filled with every kind of wickedness evil greed depravity they are full of envy murder strife deceit and malice they are gossips slanderers God haters insolent arrogant and boastful they invent ways of doing evil they dis disobey their parents Verse 31, they have no understanding, no fidelity, no love, no mercy. Verse 32, although they they know God's righteous decree that those who do not such things deserve death, 
they do not only continue to do these th very things, but also approve of those who practice them. God's righteous judgment. Verse. This is Romans chapter 2, verse 1 through 16 in the NIV, the New International Version. It's a modern version from the King James. You know, just make it a little bit more easier to understand. Okay, uh, starting at Romans chapter 2, verse 1. You therefore have no excuse, you who pass judgment on someone else, for at whatever point you judge another, you are condemning yourself, because you who pass judgment do the same things. Verse 2. Now, we know that God's judgment against those who do such things is based on truth. Verse 3. So when you, a mere human being, pass judgment on them and yet do the same things, do you think you will escape God's judgment? Verse 4. Or do you show contempt for the riches of his kindness, forbearance, and patience, not realizing that God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance? Let's stop there for a minute. Repentance means turning from sin, turning from the, the evil ways we're doing. That means we realize we've broken God's moral law, the Ten Commandments. We've lied. We've stolen. That means borrowing something and bring it back or, or taking a pen or whatever. It don't matter how much it is. It, it's in the actions of doing it. It's the intent. You know, and... So that's two right there, lying. Everybody lies. Let's get real. Even when we don't want to lie, we lie. You know, if we tell one untruth, man, that's it. We're guilty. Um, in fact, it says if we, if we commit, if we break one of the laws, we break them all. That's why we need a Savior. You know, have you ever looked at another person with lust? According to Jesus, Jesus we've, already, um, we've already committed adultery in our hearts already. Have you ever hated anybody? Well, the Bible says that if we hate someone, we already committed murder in our hearts. See, that's a high God, God standard. Or that's why we must repent. That means turn from our evil ways and give ourselves over to God and put our trust in Christ alone. As you would putting on a parachute if you know the plane was about to jump and that parachute was going to save your life. Putting on Jesus, giving yourself to Jesus, putting your trust in Jesus, it's going to save you from the judgment to come. Verse 5, but because of your stubbornness and your unrepentant heart, you are storing up wrath against yourself for the day of God's wrath when his righteousness, when his righteous judgment will be revealed. Verse 6, God will repay each person according to what they have done. Verse 7, to those who by persistence in doing good seek glory, honor, and immortality, he will give eternal life. Verse 8, but for those who are self-seeking and who reject the truth and follow evil, there will be wrath and anger. Verse 9, there will be trouble and distress for every human being who does evil, first for the Jew, then for the Gentile. But glory, honor, and peace for everyone who does good, first for the Jew, then the Gentile. For God does not show favoritism. Verse 12, all who sin apart from the law will also perish apart from the law. And all who sin under the law will be judged by the law. Verse 13, for it is not those who hear the law who are righteous in God's sight, but it is those who obey the law who will be declared righteous. Verse 14, Indeed, when Gentiles who do not have the law do by nature things required by the law, they are a law for themselves, even though they do not have the law, they show 
that the requirements of the law are written on their hearts. Their conscience are bearing their consciences are bearing witness and their thoughts sometimes accusing them and at other times even defending them. Verse 16, this will take place on the day when God judges people's secrets through Jesus Christ as my gospel declares. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, the NIV says this, Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it then you will be prosperous and successful. Let's talk about uh, uh, the Bible and specifically about the law of the Ten Commandments um, or God's moral law, but also reading the entirety of the Bible, you know, and and reading it and doing what the Bible says. And that is especially for the New Testament, you know, that... It's a roadmap of what we need to be doing. Second Timothy chapter three, verse sixteen and seventeen says in the NIV New International Version, all scripture is God breathed. It is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Second Timothy chapter two, verse nineteen, the NIV New International Version says this. Nevertheless, God's solid foundation stands firm, sealed with this inscription. The Lord knows those who are his, and everyone who confesses the name of the Lord must turn away from wickedness. So, what should we do? It's very simple. It's not complicated at all. We must repent of our sins and put our trust in Christ Jesus. What does that mean? Well, let's see if you're a good person. Let's take the good person test. Um, have you ever lied? Uh, like, um, and everybody's lied in one manner. Or if, if you didn't tell a, a complete truth, it's a lie. You know, you try not to hurt somebody's feelings. It's a lie. Remember, if you break one of God's moral law, because this is so, His moral laws are so much higher than ours. So we're okay with everything, but God is not. So, that's the ninth commandment, which in the, uh, which is, says, "You shall not bear false witness." Bear false witness is lying. So that means we're liars, right? Um, it also says, uh, "The first commandment is, you shall." You shall have no other gods before me. And we've all created our own gods in our minds that are fine with everything we do. It's a little cuddly god that's okay. And they just, you know, we feel good about the whole thing because it's not a real god. It's a fake god. So, yes, we have done that too. Um, you shall not, uh, the third commandment is you shall not take the Lord the Lord your God in vain. Uh, it says you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. And what is OMG? Most people say that right there. It's another one. Um, you shall not steal. If you've borrowed for somebody, then bring it back. 
if you borrowed a pen, it doesn't matter how much it's worth. It could be a paperclip. If you borrowed something and you didn't return it, it's stealing. What do you call somebody that steals? A thief. So this is why we need a savior. It's because we all have broken God's moral laws, the Ten Commandments. You see, the Bible says that the law is a mirror that shows shows us our sins. Once we go through the Ten Commandments, we realize we're guilty. And that's why Jesus went on the cross. He paid the one-time penalty for God because God is holy. And what he says has to come to pass. And whatever judgment is on that has to be done. So he sent his, his only begotten son to pay the price for our sins. It's kind of like if you... If, if you're standing before a judge and you got a bunch of speeding tickets and somebody you don't know just came and they paid those tickets, the judge can legally let you go free because someone else paid your fine. And that's an analogy, but it's similar, right? And because, remember, God's, God is so holy and so righteous and his... Um, his standards are much higher than ours. And it all started from Adam and Eve. You know, when they, when God gave them the whole, um, the whole place to live there in uh, the, uh, the paradise they were living in right there. And he said, just don't touch that one tree. Don't eat from that tree. And he did that so they would voluntarily, you know, choose to obey him. Until they disobeyed him. So then, so what happened was from that time, then, then, uh, the wrath of the disobedience and the, um, the sin took over, and that's why we die today. And we get older and everything corrupts. If you notice things get dusty, they corrupt, they rust, whatever. And that's the judgment of the fall, you know? So, anyways, so here's what we need to do you need to, to ask God. To forgive you of all your sins. You got to humble yourself before God. And say God forgive me of my sins. Not just say it. But you got to mean it. I, um, I mean. Um, you ask God for forgiveness. With a sorrowful heart. A contrite heart. A sorrowful heart. Knowing that you're on your way to hell. Because you've sinned against God. And now you understand it. Then you put the trust that you had in yourself. And transfer it to Christ alone. And then start reading his Bible daily without fail and doing what it says. Finding good Bible-believing church. And let me give you some tools for right now. Let me give you some resources that will surely help you. You can watch on YouTube. And um, you can go to, uh, look up, uh, put in the search of YouTube, Bodhi Bakum. And he's a fantastic Bible teacher. He knows the Bible inside and out. Very good. You'd enjoy it. The other one says Living Waters with Ray Comfort. Livingwaters.com. Answers in Genesis with Ken Ham. Answersingenesis.org. And this is for uh, the Christian history of America. Uh, Wall Builders with David Borton. Wallbuilders.com. Uh, so remember, you can find us on YouTube and go to the website. Dr. Walter Martin. WalterMartin.org. 
and watch on YouTube. Really great. 23 Minutes in Hell with Bill Wise. Fantastic. It will surely help you. Uh, the Beat with Alan Parr. It's on YouTube. Uh, these are you know some good Bible resources to learn and grow. And also you can go to TCT. Uh, that is go to your the search engine, whatever you're using, and put in CT, uh, TCT Network. Um, and you can go to uh, on-demand programs. There's two that are really good. One is Faith and History with William Federer, the ancient Jews. And the other one is Ancient Jewish Wisdom with Rabbi Daniel Lappin. Those are really, really good. If you would like to email us and, you know, for questions or requests or whatever, or if you need a Bible, you can't afford one, whatever, then we'll send you one for free. So you can go um, to Bible Education Institute at gmail.com. You can also go to our website, which is, it's all lowercase, bible-education-institute.webno.com. And we'll be glad to talk with you. Also, if you, you know, if you'd like to buy some books and stuff, you can, um, you can go to, it's, uh, you can get used or new books. You know, used books is just as good, and it's a whole lot cheaper. You can go to Abe Books. That's A B E Books, or Thrift Books. Uh, they're pretty good. Or other, you know, booksellers, whatever. And we also have a podcast. Uh, besides our YouTube channel, we also have a podcast. Um, which is a Bible Education Institute with Reverend Henry Kelly, and it'll be on uh, the platforms, the podcast platforms of Stitcher, Spotify, or Apple. So remember, think about what we said, and uh, repent of your sins, and put your trust in Christ alone. Till next time.